two. I watched the most bullshit self-serving documentary I've ever heard or seen in my life. Uh, really a documentary, though? Uh, so I think it's it's it depends on how you on how you judge it on how you define a documentary. Um, so, Phil, you got to relax. You sound like you're playing pity pat. You sorry, got, sorry. Um, so I. It's about this guy. He does like a ghost show on History Channel, I think. And oh, yeah. So he did a documentary on. It's called like Demon House. And there's like this house, and somebody died in it, and people have had weird experiences in it or whatever. So he goes to this house and he does this this documentary on it, and it's such fucking bullshit. Like he, like I feel like I have grounds for a lawsuit. <laughs> for how wow. for for like how bullshit it is and like just just watching it and thinking to myself like like certain things like um he's like at that point i became really scared and turned the camera off and saw terrible things <laughs> like, really dude <laughs> um it, so then like we went on imdb to like check out the reviews of it and yeah. like all of the reviews there's like 30 some reviews and they're all like fucking amazing they named the director by name, did like a wonderful job. All of the, so we, we looked into it further. All of the five star reviews are from people that name the director by name and have only reviewed one film on IMDb. Oh, <laughs> nice. It's just utter bullshit. It's called Demon House or Demon Some Shit. I, I highly recommend that everybody skip it at all costs. <laughs> At all costs. Highly recommend Skip. Yeah. All right. How, how did you get turned on to it? Uh, I think we were like so when when Laura and I are working on dioramas or whatever, um, we'll put on. We've been we've been having this like new thing of like we move the kitchen table in it so that we can watch the TV and we'll like put on a, a documentary uh, series. And um, so we we always look for something and it was like Demon House in. I'm already in. Uh, it was a huge mistake. Um. I'm surprised because this doesn't sound like your bag. Really, I love that kind of shit, like haunted houses and shit. I love that shit. Documentary though, especially. Oh, okay. But but not like the ghost. I I didn't think you were like a supernatural dude. Uh, Oh, real life, dude. I'm 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 all over that shit, man. Spirits and and I'm all I'm all over that shit. Um, (laughs) I mean, dude, I've had it where I've like walked into a room, I'd be like, it doesn't feel right in here. Yeah, yeah, but as a documentary, it's mostly bullshit i would think well as as it turns out you were right (laughs) um but uh i I still like i mean i'm i'm kind of i'm kind of interested in in that sort of thing Mm -hmm. um other than that uh the world has been falling apart uh i i I have a number of feelings i know we're gonna have to talk about it in some regard i'm gonna dig into it on wine and cheese i think a little bit this this month but um i have a number of complicated thoughts regarding it i think that if i let me try to use a metaphor uh i I twist your sister what you think a metaphor um so i think if you look down at this from a bird's eye view and you see two parallel congruent wires running from one direction to the other that you've got your parties meddled up I think that if you look down at this from a bird's eye view, it's a pile of fucking wires, and we all just need to agree that we need to sit down and untangle this shit. Um, 
but it's at the very least complicated. That being said, I'm going to kind of check the temperature of the room before I, I talk too much about it, but I've seen a number of fascinating things this week. Um, one of which being, but not limited to, I've seen brave doctors. <laughs> this was on this podcast I listened to, but it's a fucking fact. Brave doctors standing out, stopping people from coming near the hospital, not wearing masks, to brave doctors standing outside of hospitals, applauding people walking by, not wearing masks. Um, wow, that's a contradiction. <laughs> it's just a, it's just a strange, it's a strange time. Um, Joe, how was your nerd week? Uh, I don't think I did anything. Um, there's a new uh, event on in Fate, the mobile game that me and my girl play. So we've been doing that a lot. She's been streaming. I've been on her stream a bunch. So I don't think I, I don't, I can't recall watching anything that is. Not just like Twitch or YouTube. If well, I do, I'll say something. But I, I think I mean, just... anything worthwhile on YouTube. No, let's play some stuff. Nothing you guys are interested in. <laughs> <laughs> you old fucks. <laughs> Come on, Joe. Come on. Um, I, I turned off Facebook yesterday. I don't. I don't. Oh. I don't think I've ever wow. turned off Facebook in the like since wow. like fucking what twelve, fifteen years ago or some shit when I signed up. Are you still on Messenger? Yeah, yeah. that's one. Right, cool. Like, I turned off Facebook and left on Messenger, so because that's the only way I talk to. A he, he's people. he's on Messenger right now, Phil. Of how this works. I'm sorry. Like I said, the value is wearing off. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a. Uh, I don't think I, like for, first of all, I think that Facebook is kind of a bullshit platform if you're not using it for like a specific tool. Like I, I I'm like I'm just. I'm past Facebook as a means of of literal social media. I just find it to be more problematic and divisive and fucking silly. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I use that as a social media, as in like that's how I socialize with people. <laughs> that's what I mean. That's what I mean. How I socialize with anybody other than you guys. Well, mm-hmm. that's what I mean. Is that I? I think it's. I don't think it's. It's effective. This is. You know, this is episode two fifty. I feel like it's a bit of a milestone. But like, oh yeah, that's right. Oh shit. But like, um, I feel like it is. Uh, it is not good at that. <laughs> like whatever MySpace started or Friendster started, in that vein, I feel like. Facebook has gotten away from that and it's become something else. And I got on there like to scroll recently and within three minutes I was like, nah, <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's quite a dumpster fire. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't blame I don't blame you. And I'm also a fan of just turning the fucking phones off. You know? Um sure. generally speaking. Like I like like just getting away from that shit. What were you gonna say, Chris? The the best thing that came out of Friendster, Facebook, anything was it totally negated the need to have a class reunion from high school. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. Because <laughs> guess what? We're all friends on Facebook, and I don't talk to y'all motherfuckers. I didn't talk to you in high school. For some reason, we're friends on Facebook, and we don't talk to each other. Right. Exactly. I definitely don't want to pay $100 to stand in a room and not talk to you. <laughs> yeah, I think, honestly, I, I think people would be more surprised if I did show up to a class reunion. So we had a 10-year, and I, I didn't go. I, I bought tickets but ended up having to work out of town. So I gave my tickets to somebody who paid me for them like 10 years later. It's a whole other story. 
Um, <laughs> I, I, think and, you, I think you told that. Uh, yeah, like I ran into this guy at a comic convention. He's like, I owe you like 50 bucks. I'm like, dude, don't worry about it. And he just paid <laughs> I'm like, I, I Obviously, that money is not, <laughs> not chasing you. Now, the motherfucker that owes me 38 bucks for a wrestling ticket from uh, 1997, I'm still chasing him. <laughs> mainly because I, I remember that event very well. No, um, but at past talking about class, re- did, did any of y'all have a high school reunion that was anybody put one together yeah yeah we had a 10-year one uh, yeah we had a 10-year one i didn't go though no nah, me neither i wanted to go to mine but like uh it's just didn't add up like because uh, i went to military boarding school so like the you know people from all over the world went to that school mm-hmm. but it just i just couldn't get the time to go and i you know i went i went to the my ninth year <laughs> ninth year. no no yeah i went to my ninth year and I wanted to go to my 20th, which was last year, but I couldn't. I just couldn't make it happen. That seems kind of inconsistent. Like, it seems like like it doesn't seem par for the course with you to, like, want to attend something like that. It was, I mean, it was a special place. I mean, like. Oh, dude. Shout out to special places. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to <laughs> it was. It was a special place. Like, it's an, it was an experience that most people don't get. Yeah, for like, sure. Living in high school for four years with the you know, same people, like, that really got me ready for the real world with, like, you know, roommates and fucking living on your own and shit. Right. Yeah, no, the, I get it. I get, I, I get the need for it. I totally get the need, like, and in, in, in especially, like, people coming from all over the place, and I, I get it. It just mm-hmm. doesn't seem like a Joe thing. Yeah, it, it's, it's not. It's, like, the only thing I ever had a desire to do that is out of my character, I guess. Because, like I said, I mean, it's it's more than just, like, a class reunion. Like, you know, as, like, a teenager, like, your emotions are higher, Mm. right, at baseline Mm -hmm. now. You know, I mean, like, we've known each other for uh, quite several years, right? So imagine, like, let's say the all of Skullfest people, like, all of the closest crew, just all of us, lived in one building for four years. Uh Uh-huh. <laughs> Robert D, all of those people for four years, and then you don't fucking see each other for twenty years. You're gonna want to. You have a connection that you're, you're gonna want to reconnect. Right. Well, the, the point I make is, anybody you want to talk to, you can talk to at a push of a button at this point. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Yeah. Few and far between. There's people that aren't on social media that are my age. I'm assuming, but I don't want to talk to any of them anyways. <laughs> yeah. So your military boarding school. I still talk to, um, or like you know, acquaintance with some of my teachers from that, from there. Like they're on my Facebook. I don't talk to them like fucking like this, but like I would say hi or happy birthday once in a while, just because they, they I do care what happens to them, even if I'm not you know actively participating in their life. Right. So the military boarding school was kind of like uh, a college, but four years earlier, basically, because you were away from all your family. No, it's more like jail, but school. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, but but it was like a, a dormitory oh, so style. So it's a- Joe, you literally grew up in an anime then. Yes. Okay. <laughs> well, I wasn't the main character though. Uh, so. well, yeah, because you have black hair. <laughs> you, you're a side, yeah. You guys know how to do. <laughs> I've seen the memes. I'm proud. <laughs> did, you, you, did you understand, Bobby? Yeah, I've seen the memes. Um, plus, my kids are now watching uh, would... Airbender. Yeah, I told them to. I yeah, you you actually. Somebody in your family listens to my recommendation. That's crazy. Well, here's here's here, you want to hear the funny part about your it, Uncle Joe. Of course, you, do. <laughs> you want to hear the funny part about it. A, a week prior to uh-huh. to that, guess what conversation Laura, myself, and the kids had? 
What? You know, the show, The Last Airbender, Avatar, The Last Air, it's really highly regarded and re- and it comes really highly recommended by Joe, by Adam. Like, you guys should really give it a shot. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know. Uh, uh. A week later, hey, we're going to watch this show called Avatar. Uh, Uncle Dolphin <laughs> recommended it. I was like, oh, this ain't some bullshit. <laughs> this ain't some fucking bullshit. Um, so, yeah. And it's the same thing with uh, My Hero Academia. You know what I mean? Like, like I was like, look, like this comes highly regarded. I was like, no, no, no. Well, Kennedy, Kennedy says it's a really good show, so we're going to give it a watch. I was like, this fucking shit. I mean, you know, imagine your dad telling you about an NWA record back in the day. Well, that's going to be them later on. Be like, you know, my dad had me listening to fucking Pop Smoke. <laughs> hey, you said it, man. Pop Smoke died and shit went to shit. Yep, that was that was the fucking rock that broke loose the avalanche, man. Dang. That was the beginning of the world ending. Yep. Um, anything else? Anything else, Joe? Uh, that's all I can think of. Um, like uh, sw- swapping from back from Gundam back to 40k again. Oh yeah, That's- I've seen some stuff about 40k. I've seen some people upset about 40k recently. I don't um, know why. Ninth edition is about to drop, and it's exciting times. Yeah, I don't know why. I, I wish I would have saved some of the memes, but I've seen some memes recently that. Oh, um, I think they've shown like other reputable kind of sculptors or whatever and they're like such and such and such five dollars such and such games workshop forty dollars makes sense yeah. like little stuff like that yeah no no i mean people have been bitching about and me too like it, uh, games workshop stuff is incredibly incredibly overpriced but we buy it well so, some of us buy it some of us buy it a lot you know so like they stay in good business right you know, it's just like fucking Gucci or anything else. Like a fucking bag. Like how can a handbag cost nine hundred dollars? Even if a man sits down and sewed the entire thing from <laughs> week, like it's still not nine hundred dollars. I have a curiosity question because I don't know much about GameStop Workshop or uh, the Game Shop Workshop. Game Barbershop, Game. hip hop, football, lollipop, butthole, flip flops, uh, <laughs> underwear, TikTok. <laughs> Can you, can you get that stuff elsewhere, or is it only exclusively no, it's their stores? No, it's, it's their stuff. Okay, so you so can't like, get it cheaper anywhere. You can get it cheaper. Some other store sells their stuff at a discount okay. rate, but it's still like, overpriced. Like, I showed Adam before. Okay. I took him my one of my Gundam kits, right? The technology yeah. it takes for them, the amount of pieces, the amount of plastic, and the equivalent worth in, you know, what you can get from Games Workshop is ridiculous. Like... Gundam kits, if you look at some of the the um, sprues, like as multiple colors, like already pre-colored onto the piece somehow. Like you don't have to paint them. And there's there's this one sprue where if you cut it out, like it turns into like a completely articulated hand with no assembly. Hmm. Like like whatever technology wow. magic they use, they're still only charging you $50 for, you know, a fucking master grade kit, whereas $50 will buy you 10 small static models, maybe, with much less details and, you know, there's zero articulation and all that good stuff. So, oh, oh. like, we've always talked about how game structure is overpriced. I mean, that's why I quit, like, twice in my life. Most people quit at least once in their life when they play games workshops because, like, the price is just doesn't make sense. Well, I remember also, yeah, but, while, while I'm on the topic, I remember there was another one, and it had, like, um, 
it was like everything that you need to play this game and it was like one card (laughs) yeah everything you need to play (laughs) this game and it's like this stack of bible books from games damn (laughs) yeah dude fucking like adam got all the books i I didn't realize how many books there were like an entire billy shelf right (laughs) wow a literal entire billy shelf of books for one game Like, it's fucking crazy. But, like, I mean, that's why it's a recast and knockoffs are rampant. And, right. and, but they wow. still make money somehow. I, I feel like if they were smart, they would just lower the prices and all the recast and knockoff people would just buy the real shit and they would end up making more mm-hmm. by volume anyway. But I'm, I'm not a fucking businessman. Right. So how much, how much knockoff stuff do you have, Joe? Or do you only get the, game, the official? I, I, would, I buy one copy of official things and, and all the other... Duplicates or knockoffs. Okay, for like army. Like, like, a, like say a squad is ten. Yeah. Let's say I would have one real dude and nine fake dudes. Gotcha. And okay. if I put them on the table, you'll never be able to tell because well, yeah. knockoffs aren't the same in this world. Well, I can and, tell you. Uh, I don't mean to cut you off. Uh, yeah, yeah, but like one of the things that turned me off to it, like w- once I got my armies finished and I was like, I'm gonna play this game. I'm gonna have at it. And like yep. I went and played a couple games and like sitting there and like people like. Like bringing books out to double check things and cross referencing it against a codex mm. against a fucking and I was just like, dude, I don't nerd as hard as y'all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah, why I, I party play. Like, it's, it's, like older editions are, are more easier and more fun and more fast. Like you, you fucking sit down and play Risk or you fucking sit down and play Monopoly. You know what you're doing. Exactly. You know? yeah. Exactly. Like, it used to be like that. And I'm hoping we're hoping ninth edition. That's what they're talking about. They're making it more streamlined. Hopefully ninth edition. Okay. Yeah, but why would you I, I, make it more streamlined when you can sell more books? Do you know I, what I mean? Right. 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 Yeah, that's true. Well, they keep having new editions, so every three years, like all the books are replaced. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Damn. So yeah, and that's a racket. Man. Like the entire eighth edition, I didn't play a single game. The last game I played was with Adam, and that was seventh edition. So that was over three years ago. The last game I played. Mm. Wow. Wow. Uh, Chris, how was your nerd week? It was backbreaking. Um, (laughs) Literally. Uh, Let's see. Um, I'll start off with some positives. Mason graduated high school. Let's make some noise for that, goddammit. Congratulations. Yeah, congratulations to them, dude. That's awesome. He's a man. It was... uh, I almost teared up just because it was so like... Yeah, man, of course. Well... Look, the the kid was gonna graduate high school. That was never a question, but just the yeah. the, the the way he gra- right. so he, let me just run this by you. So they they had you know basically said that hey, this is how we're gonna have to do this. Like, okay, yeah. so we get to the school, you know, and it, my parents my parents are here actually still. It's it's Monday, so they're here. They came up um to uh for for Mason's uh, graduation, and then mm-hmm. of course he he turns eighteen in two days. So by the time wow. this publishes, he'll be he'll be a He'll be a man. Awesome, dude. That still sleeps all fucking day in my house. But we'll <laughs> hey, get, man, that's the sign of the we'll times. Get, we'll get around that. So, so we get to the school and um, we walk. We we go up to the door. So it's the four of us. Uh, we left. We left the younger two kids. Uh, we didn't bring them because you can only have four people plus the graduate. Wow. So we get their check in. Um, you know, they you don't touch anything. They have all the doors propped open and people mm-hmm. everywhere. So you he goes up on the stage, we go, they said stand on the other side of this mark on the floor because they've got a camera. Um, they're taking pictures and then doing the video and you know, William Mason Bingerton walks across stage, gets his diploma. That's it. <laughs> and we go take a couple pictures, you know, and they have a little backdrop set up in the right in the lobby and uh 
went home. <laughs> That's uh, it. I'll tell you one. The nice thing about that is you don't have to listen to like all those other fucking kids get there to play. Well, <laughs> I, I, will, I will tell you why. Like, Kelly and I were like, man, I kind of hope the other two graduate like this. So you're like, uh, yeah, it's <laughs> Good <luck>. Adam Allen's <laughs> twenty minutes later, Barbara Boxer twenty <laughs> minutes later, Daniel day Jesus. my kid's got a w name it's gonna take forever <laughs> right yeah. um, tell me about it you know did, w name. did they do any theme song or anything or no no it's okay it, it was i mean i give i it was very organized and i give the school credit for doing the best they yeah, could with yeah. what they had and and you know he went to the the career tech center and, and um had they they did a thing thursday there it was a he got a it's a certificate basically of you know it's an actual like certification for mm-hmm. print production right so oh, sweet sweet yeah you know of course the, the program was was actually a, a deal where you went to these competitions and performed and you could win scholarships and stuff so he missed out on all that opportunity which sucked but oh, that sucks. It, it, i could tell he was he was a little bit more you know i, I could tell he was a little more upset about about that being over than high school because i think yeah. he, he got a lot more out of that so um yeah, that was two, you know, interesting things. Um, um, trying to think, we we built um, our our deck behind our house. So we bought our house, um, gosh, three years ago now, and um, it was a flip house. Someone had bought this house that was pretty rough, and you know, all you guys have been in my house. It's very well done on most parts. Uh, the back deck, mm-hmm. they built a back deck, and then they covered it. They didn't use pressure treated lumber, and they covered it in uh, the garage floor paint. That kind of gray stuff. So guess what's happened over three years? All that shit's peeled off and right. wood yeah. started to rot. So that had to be rebuilt. And my dad, I love my dad to death, but if he doesn't have a project, he's going to just start tearing things apart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, so, on this show, is like that. <laughs> so uh-huh. so uh, we worked in 1-1 one, one scale this past week, and, and we doubled the size of our deck. Um, wow, yeah, wow. Built it out. And <laughs> he's like, got wow, wow. <laughs> Well, yeah. well I, I'm, 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 I'm like tramping at the bit to hear about that, that picture to barbecue. It looks, yeah, well, it, it looks hopefully, great. Hopefully soon. It looks great. Yeah, um, there's a couple little things that, that you know, they're going to finish. My dad's my dad's a whiz at the carpentry kind of stuff. So Sweet. Um, you know, it's good for you, man. The built-in benches and stuff. But that was um, that was interesting. That The first day, um, actually, I think it was, it was the day before the lumber got there, which was a whole nother fiasco because apparently pressure-treated lumber is the – is is the the what toilet paper was in March? This is tr- pressure treated lumber is in in June. Yeah, that makes sense. It's impossible to get pressure treated lumber, but like we ordered it, and it, my wife ordered it from Lowe's, and it was supposed to be here, uh, coming out of I think she picked picked the, the closest Lowe's to us, which I think is Westminster. Um, well, they got moved to Timonium. It was going to mm-hmm. deliver it. And then it got moved to, um, I don't remember, somewhere else was going to deliver it. And I'm like, at one point, I'm like, this is closer to the fucking ocean than it is to our house <laughs> at this point. Because they use a third-party service to deliver the, the they don't, they don't, they just mm-hmm. contract it out. Long story short, the wood guy here, we got. So the day before, we're tearing the old deck up. And I'm, I'm trying to maneuver one of these pieces. And, you know, me and Mason over there with a crowbar and breaking these old busted boards down and, it like the board moved in a direction I wasn't planning on it, and the weight shifted, and my back went. Oh, Oof. my lower, my lower back. I think it's probably actually like my SI joint. Is it? And, but do you think it was what I have, like the disc? 
Like a, well, I hope not. It didn't put me completely down, uh-huh. but I was very well. Uh, <laughs> I was very well uh, patched up. You know, I put one of those pain patch things on it, and, mm-hmm. and, and honestly, if I was moving, it was fine. If I stood still for even like ten seconds, it, it locked up. So I was literally just like, <laughs> looked like I was uh, on a dance. You know, MTV dance competition or something. It was spring break at the Pinkerton house. Oh, no. Just moving constantly. Um, and it, it, it faded. I mean, it hurt. It hurts right now. Mm-hmm. just sitting cause I'm sitting down, but, yeah. um, if you hear, if you hear me, if you hear me doing this kind of stuff on the microphone, it's cause I got to move a little bit. But. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll tell you, man, if, if you want to uh, like after the show or whatever, like just in case it might be something related, cause it sounds similar to what I go through. Um, yeah. I've, you know, by this point in my life, uh, in, in my wife, I have a, pretty good regiment of things to do that aren't super invasive that have yes. made an impact for me. So the last time I was super physically active playing basketball, I guess it was about God, eight years ago now, I had I had gotten I I basically grinded my back out playing, you know, concrete. Right. Um and I um <clears throat> I, I had some serious back pain. I'd gone to a chiropractor and, and a and a physical therapist and I've got a bunch of stretches to do, but I decided I couldn't even get in the floor to do them. But it's it's loosening up now. Um, of course, then my knees hurt because I was having to use my knees a lot more to move stuff around. But um, yeah, so that that was that was fun times. Um, my parents are going to leave tomorrow, but it's been it's been cool seeing them and, and you know the kids getting to see them and everything. Um, I watched. Uh, I started watching a series on Hulu called Damn It! I had it pulled up. In the shadows or something like that. It's like this vampire comedy. Yeah, oh, I, I started watching that. It's fantastic. <laughs> it's so it's these th- three vampires that live in this house in Staten Island. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's the the funniest thing is there's this guy and and you'd recognize the actor because he always plays this kind of role. He's he's an energy vampire. Yeah. And so he he's like, he would be like you know walking up to people at a party. Have you? Have you guys ever really heard the story of how the tape measure was invented? You see, in 1768, once so standard great. measurements have come into and, and like there's a there's a familiar. I don't know if you guys are familiar with what that is, but yes. you know the, the vampire wannabe. Yeah. For one of the vampires, and he's always all the time bringing virgins around. So he's joined a LARP group <laughs> to harvest virgins. Yeah, it's so good, man. But it like show, the virgins well are so bored, yeah. they're like falling because the energy vampire like runs them off because they're so like <laughs> explaining. I don't know what it was. I literally had a tape measure on my desk. That's why I went. But it's always something like, you know, have you uh, you know, picture frames have really come a long way in the past twenty years, or just something that nobody would care about. Did you get the uh, did, did you get to the werewolf episode? That's the next one that's on my. Key. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I didn't get much more beyond that, but yeah. it, it's fantastic, dude. I was I was I, dying. <laughs> I've been, you know, obviously this week I've been super busy, so I haven't had a lot of shop yeah, time. Yeah. But I've been kind of struggling to find something I want to watch. I've started three or four things. It's just like I know I should give this a whole episode, but I just can't. Like I, I, I started Joe. I started Iron Blooded Orphans, mm-hmm. and like 
I'm like, there's no fucking robots yet. And I'm halfway through the first episode. I'm like, I don't think I can do this. <laughs> I really wanted to try to watch something like anime, but with robots. And I'm like, uh, I can't well, do I mean, it. Uh, one fun robots versus like, uh, I tell people like Cirrus Gundam is like the, the robots are like a backdrop to the story. I know. And I probably knew that because I watched Gundam Wing back in the day. Yeah, um, and it was kind of like that. So, um, I watched a movie. I'd actually, uh, I've been wanting to watch it, and my dad being here, of course, he grew up in this era and has some cool stories about this. These cars, actually, I watched Ford versus Ferrari. I don't know if you oh. guys are familiar with that story. Yeah, at I all. saw that. I saw that uh, in the theaters last year. It was really good. Yeah, so it's basically in the 1960s. Carroll Shelby, who was a <clears throat> world-renowned race car driver, um, had gotten he had a heart problem and he couldn't race anymore, and he had started his own company. Um, and Ferrari had been winning all these, the Le Mans 24 hour races and all these, the 12 hours at uh, Daytona for years and years and years. And basically Henry Ford, the second, who they called the deuce. Yep. He had, um, um, Carol Shelby had basically gotten him fired up to try to compete. So they had the GT 40 created, which is an amazing vehicle if you've never seen one. And, um, it's the story of basically how that came to be. And Ford won, I think four years in a row they won. 24 Hours of Le Mans, which is which was unheard of for an American car company, and it's the only American car company to ever compete at that level. But it was just it's just a cool story, a cool piece of history in time, and like the Mustang came out of that whole process as well. Hmm. Um, yeah, I'm a I'm a car guy yeah, really yeah, yeah. at heart. So I started watching Joe. You're talking about YouTube. I fell down some crazy YouTube rabbit holes. Oh yeah, man, it's easy. It's oh great. my god. So I fell I, I fell down one. Um, I fell on one that is the um, so it's about cars from the '90s, basically, and and I'm like reliving some of my high school days of these cars and, and just things like that, huh? Ricers? Like, I mean, not even like Ricers, but like I mean, I had like a I had a Pontiac Grand Am in high school, and oh. you know things like that, and um, I don't know, it was just, it was just an interesting little rabbit hole to fall down. I, I, and I've been watching a lot of stuff in 3D printing. My big womp womp for the week would be that the Joe and I had been talking about this. This new resin printer that was coming out, it's uh, the Elegoo Saturn. Yep, I said that right. Um, <laughs> it's basically four times the print bed of the one that we have and 60% faster or something crazy like that. Wow. Um, they were doing, it was $300, which was crazy. Yeah. $300 for the first 200 and then um, I've found out since then they had a total of 1,000 units ready. Uh, for this order, and the and then eight hundred at four hundred dollars, which was still a great value even at that. So I got on there at like five minutes till waiting, waiting. Here it is, click, boom, get it, get the early bird in my cart. PayPal, login, checkout, go back out of stock in my mm, cart. Mm, mm. Okay, I grab the regular one. It's a hundred dollars more, but whatever. Same thing. So I didn't get it. I, and I know like lots of people who tried to get it, and one person who did. But they said it's going to be available on Amazon by the end of the year. So how much? Is that expensive? Uh, oh, and I don't. I'm assuming that's going to be the price point. I mean, it it may end up being like they they may just add the the shipping on because it was a hundred dollars shipping from China, so they may just add that shipping on. Um, yeah, I guess there's one other thing, but I don't want to. I'll 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 save that for off the air. That's something that I don't want to ruffle any feathers. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, wow. no, nothing big. It's just. We'll pause it for a minute. I'll tell you. All right, hold on one second. Oh, okay, that's not too much of a big deal. I, but I get you. I get you. Um, what? Uh, you got anything else? Um, 
I'm trying to think if there's anything else of interest. Um, you know, I know. Did I talk about the uh, Punisher War Machine? Yep, you did. Everybody okay, I, I couldn't remember. Actually, I, every, I feel like everybody's talking about that thing. It, it's being you know super what? well received. It's been it's super awesome. well received. I know, <laughs> Phil, Phil, you got was, was that your first Hot Toys I, purchase, Phil? That's my second. The first one I got was the one from last year, the Wolf Predator from the ABPR. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I know. I, a lot of people. It seems like that. Uh, was you know even in the realm I I could probably tell you fifteen or twenty people in the realm group picked that up which and a lot of yeah. people aren't Hot Toys collectors it's right. just such a yeah. cool piece I mean it's the standout piece of my collection I'll say again yeah. if I didn't say. um so yeah um didn't do any actually I prototyped a couple of dial things that I'm working on um I got a big project we actually need to start on next week or this week um for a customer so um you know. Uh, looks like I'll probably be getting back to work soon. Um, instead of just being at home, they actually are going to loosen the reins a little bit and let us get back out in the field some. I don't know how much, based on, and I think it'll be very dependent on, you know, we're an international company, and I think different markets will be handled in different manners. So, me being right here and covering New York City, I don't know, I don't know how that'll that'll translate. But um, yeah, we'll we'll have to see. Yeah. Um, I actually well, I watched a couple movies this week. Um, I couldn't remember Joe the the thriller that you recommended. Tall man, tall man. Oh, I see. So I uh, so I watched the boy. <laughs> That's not the same oh, thing. The uh, Is somebody blowing up an air mattress? It does what it sounds like. Yeah, Phil, what you got going on? Uh, you know, I I just heard it off. Sorry, I didn't realize it was coming across. It's my um my compression brace for keep my uh, blood flow oh off. he literally was blowing up an air mattress yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. compression brace for my leg no if you need that just keep that on like that's more uh, yeah or mute you mute yourself yeah mute for... yourself between talking right no, like, it's good. I, just, I didn't realize it was coming through i can have it off it's all right i can put it back on later um it doesn't i don't have to have it on all the time. i don't want you to lose a leg like correct <laughs> and being on the show correct no it's just uh it's just to help against dvts so well, the, yeah. Oh, so it will prevent you from dying from an lung embolism. <laughs> so you need that, right? So you do what you got to do. Just mute the mic. Um, the boy, like the horror movie, the boy. Uh, so yes, I guess so. Oh, I like that movie a lot too. Um, but I, th- I thought it was a documentary about Drake, but it turns out it oh. wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it was. It was. It was good. It was good. It was. It was creepy in a fucked up way. You know. It, um, right. Yeah. And you like the ending? How it ended up? I did. I did. I did. Good, I'm not going to spoil it because there's some twists in there. Yeah. But yeah. um. But yeah. So I, I watched that, and I also watched another one that I enjoyed even more, called The Gift, uh, which is about a. Is that Jason uh, Bateman? That's the guy from Ozark or whatever. He's like in fucking yeah, everything. Yeah. Jason yeah. Bateman. Yeah. 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 That movie is phenomenal. Yeah, it's good. And, and so the same people that did that did The Boy. Like oh, oh Bobby, really? Bobby, Bobby. I didn't know that. Yeah, huh. Bobby. Yeah. I, I, I hate to interrupt you, and I'm gonna let you finish. Please, but uh, I need to mention this. I watched Uncut Gems. Oh yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes. I watched that too. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, that is. I've never had that much anxiety before. Yeah, it's <laughs> good, man. It's. Good. I was. Oh, I'm not disagreeing, but like, that was a lot of anxiety in that movie because you're like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, it's, it, 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 oh my god, and then the ending is like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, is it a horror movie? Gift. Uh no, it's a thriller. It's, it's, it's like a thriller. a thriller, but it's really well sto- told story. Yeah, it's like a uh, it's a thriller, but it's 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 fucking good, dude. And and um, basically, it's um, the this the, the, you know without spoiling it, 
a couple moves from the city to the suburbs because the wife had a miscarriage and they need a fresh start. And when they move to the suburbs, they move back to the husband's old town. Uh, The husband uh, bumps into what seems to be an old school friend. You come to find out uh, the the quote-unquote old school friend is someone that the husband bullied as a young person, and the kind of drama ensues. Mm. Um, Mm. But it's quite good. It's a small cast. Like, it could work as a play type of cast. Do you know what I mean? Uh, Not unlike The Boy. Joel regard. Egerton w- really was good in that movie. Yeah, th- th- it's that. Oh, the whole thing is acted well. Um, and then I finished the Jeff Epstein documentary series. How Dude, was uh, I tried to watch that, and like it was so creepy, I couldn't get through it. So like I, I got through about I got the first episode and halfway through the second, I'm like, I can't. This is too creepy for so, me. So here's here's the thing. I, I watched it, and I watched it all. A couple, couple interesting take. But one of the one of the most interesting takeaways is just to see how money and power can influence legalities. Um, <laughs> you know, where it's just like, yep, this is this is a fucking problem with our system is fucking money. I mean, um, we always do that, but I guess like seeing it exactly, like yeah, exactly. Really like I think that we always know that kind of in broad, sort of abstract concepts. Do you know what I mean? But seeing it literally, like, nope, this person paid this person, this person was able to influence that person, et cetera, et cetera. Like you're like, oh, this is how it works. Um, I mean, fucking dude that raped that unconscious girl was in jail for three fucking months. Like we know that, yeah, it's awful. It's fucking awful. The system is not working. So, so here's a here's an interesting thing about it though. Uh, one of the interesting takeaways for me, aside from you know the the kind of flaws, for one, this fucking thing could have been done in an hour and a half documentary. There's no fucking reason. Yeah. Every documentary nowadays, right? That that's it's it's because you know why, Joe? Why? It's the streams. You can get four mm-hmm. one hour streams versus one one and a half hour streams, and as a result, they're producing worse material and making more money. A limited series. Um. I was saying, I can feel my blood pressure getting worked up. Um, <laughs> I can hear it. <laughs> but but uh, the other thing that's interesting is like the the controversy surrounding the conspiracy, right, of his death. And this one guy on there was like, "Look, this story is ripe for conspiracy. It has all of the ingredients that make you think it's a conspiracy, and it may very well be. But that being said." Just as a heads up, this prison, if you were to tell me that Jeff Epstein would be left in one prison and in that prison he would find a way to hang himself without anybody noticing, my guess would have been this prison. It's notoriously understaffed, underfunded, and in poor regard, and you know, nothing fucking works, let alone the cameras. You know, everybody was like, Oh, the cameras didn't work. Isn't that strange? It's like, nope, yeah. none of the fucking cameras work in this place. It's a fucking joke. Um so I mean, that, that was, was like a high-profile person in there to begin with. Like it's on purpose. So yeah, that's that's strange about it. I think, but um, it's also <laughs> like it's also I think like the uh, I don't want to spit bullshit facts, but uh, it, you know, then I'll get my fact button. Then did you see Bobby that shit recently? Bobby, Bobby just yes. spit hot fire instead. It's fine. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Have you seen that shit though? Like on Twitter and Facebook, it's like fact check this when it's like it's like some bullshit. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, they'll actually fact yeah. yeah. Good, but yeah, no, I think that's good too. But so, so anyway, the um, the, the I think it is perhaps the only maximum security prison in Manhattan. I don't know if that's true, 
but that's where the case was tried. So it might have been huh. technically the only option. Don't quote me on that. I'm my memory is fuzzy at best. Mm. Um, but yeah, he said like that. Like the guy was like, "Look, totally." Actually, but to be fair, oh, I don't know if this is unfair. I, I, maybe I'm not being fair and even asking you to be fair to listen to me. But <laughs> the, the guy who said this, right? I'll tell you, there was something about his energy that I was like, I fucking like this guy. He seems like a straight shooter. You know what I mean? The guy who's like, look, this fucking prison's a joke. But while he's talking, I can't help but look at his desk. It's a fucking disaster. And I'm, and I, and I'm like, should I be taking information seriously from this man? You can't, you can't even stack a pile of papers neatly. It's like a fucking, it's like, it's like fucking a, a whirlwind came in and hit this guy's desk. And he's like, no, nah, nah, come on and shoot it. Let's shoot it now. I got a busy day. Yeah. It's, it would be bothered even for the camera to just like fucking put a tarp over it or some shit. Yeah, it's 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 he would have been better doing it in the front lobby of the building he works in. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so I watched that. Uh, been working on some more dioramas and trying to watch more films, but everything is either buy this for buy that. Oh, uh, here you can stream all these Netflix originals that have an average of seventy two percent. Like, yeah, no, I'll save my two hours, thanks. Um. <laughs> And I still, I'm like two episodes behind now on the making of The Mandalorian, which I'm bummed out about. I just keep kind of forgetting to watch it. Oh, they put a fifth one out, right? They they put they put one out every week. So All right, I gotta go. Back I, I got stuck it. on that. I tried to watch that. I gotta watch the fifth one now. Oh, and you know what? I'm gonna let you finish, Bobby. I did one more thing. So there's a WWE as the first time ever he's ever allowed this to happen. So the Undertaker, who you all know who that is, yeah, I do. For the for, for the first time as ever, like he let a, a people talk a documentary, basically broke kayfabe. You know, he talks as himself and. He's telling the story of like what he goes through every year to do these WrestleMania matches, hip replacements, fucking knee replacements. Damn. It's ridiculous. It's been really fucking good. I mean, I almost put it on the level of that that Bulls documentary. So that I've been wow. watching that every week on okay. it's on WWE Network. Interesting. So. Yeah. So they drop a little bit at a time. Yeah, they drop. It's an episode a week. They're not. They're not okay. dropping the whole thing. But it's it's been it's very well done, very well put together, and, and it's very insightful, especially if you're into that at all. So is it how like he like. He wins every year other than the last year, right? Um, he he went, I think, 21-0. and 0. He's actually lost twice at WrestleMania. But, you know, when he came back, they do those shows in Saudi Arabia, which is a whole other story. And he's had some really horrible matches over there. And basically, he's he's married to a wrestler. Uh, Michelle McCool was WWE women's champion back in the early 2000s and stuff. And, you know, basically, if he doesn't think he did well enough, then his only goal for the next year is to get better physically to be able to have a, a better match. And that's kind of been over years and years and years. Guys like he's in his mid fifties and still doing this. So. He is the latest Undertaker, right? He is. He. It, come on, Phil. I, don't, I look. Don't speak I, out I, of don't, turn. I don't know wrestling that <laughs> well. So I mean, there was a. There, they did a f- fake Undertaker angle back in the nineties. Gotcha, he was. He is okay. the only. He is the original Undertaker. Brian yeah, okay, Lee. Okay, okay. Brian Lee, who actually shared a rock locker room with, and he probably. I think he asked me for drugs. Um, he. Uh, <laughs> He was the fake under faker for a while back when they gotcha. were doing. Okay. They did this this angle this back in the nineties. But yeah, yeah, he is the Undertaker. So gotcha. Okay. What happened to the Paul Bear? Did you talk about the Paul Bear? They haven't talked about Paul Bear, but he <laughs> he passed away. Um, he passed away. Yeah. Um, and just recently. That probably was a kid with the Paul Bear and the fucking urn and the fucking coffins and shit. With this, you know, Undertaker. You know, it was like a supernatural thing as as a yeah. kid. It was like a, a zombie guy. Sure. And then. Or some shit. Right, and they talk about like the eye roll, you know, the, the eye roll thing. He just kind of did that uh, one off at a, at a show, and they caught it on camera, and they're like, "Oh my god, 
it's amazing. Do that all the time. So started doing that where he can roll his eyes all the way back to white. <clears throat> Sorry. Sorry. No, 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 no. I, I, I um, that sounds interesting. Oh, the documentary sound. I mean, sounds interesting too. I um, I did. I did. I told you guys. I did the. I finished off the lights. Was that? Did we record when I said that? All of the lights. All of so. The, the, no, whole, the whole basement's lit now. Completely finished last week. Yeah. Yeah. So you're talking about almost being lit. Yeah. Last week. So it's it's completely done now. Um. So now it's just a matter of diodes in that room. I got a fucking couple little odds and ends I still need to sort out. But um. <clears throat> yeah. It's uh. It's good, man. Like I, I feel like I'm coming down the the home stretch. Uh. Let me see if there's anything else. I'm not sure that there is. Um. I tried the baked uh, cheddar and uh, sour cream chips. They're fucking awesome. Um, <laughs> and I think that's it. So, <clears throat> Wait, what, what brand? Where is this? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, offhand. Ruffles, maybe? I think it's Ruffles. And what is it? Ba- baked the, cheddar? Yeah, the baked uh, cheddar and sour cream. Mm. Fucking, they're badass. Uh, only 11 in a serving size, though. So that's kind of a bummer. I like it. I like to be around the 15, 16 mark to make me feel. <laughs> Like one container is one serving, bro. Yeah, no, I fuck it. You're, you're not. You're not wrong. I, so, I, 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 one of the guys I work with is 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 big fat guy, right? And yeah. um, big fat person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, so and, and you know this uh this other guy, I, I I got two stories. So one is this big fat guy, and he um, <laughs> so so but he's funny as shit about it, right? So he, we went to the store, and he bought the the four pack. Of um cinnabuns, like where it's like two, four big ass cinnabuns, like in the in yeah. the in the clamshell. Yep. And we came back, mm-hmm. and uh, and somebody was like family pack, and he just looked at him and said, "Don't believe it." And, <laughs> 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 um, and then the other story I have, so uh, I've talked about him here a couple of times. This guy uh, that I'm friends with named Chucky O, right? Yep. Uh-huh. And he's a he's an interesting character. Uh. And he's kind of like super nerdy. He, but not necessarily comic book nerdy. Like he likes all that stuff, but like he's much more interested in how, you know, the atom works, you know? And he's like, he can go on a fucking 30 minute talk about molecules or whatever. That, so to be fair, sometimes when I deal with him, I'm like, look, I'm going to start this pot of coffee. When the pot of coffee is finished brewing, the conversation's over. (laughs) So I'll be like, you have, and I'm like, here we go. We're getting ready to hit start. Go. And then he has that amount of time to give me the information. Or if I hear that something has happened like in his life, I hit him up and I'll be like, all right, tell me about such that he was going to start his own brewing company. And I was like, tell me how it's going in 15 words. And he'll be like, oh, and and, and he'll say, okay, give me a minute. And then it'll just be like this minute of silence. And then he'll come back with this 15 word description of what's going on that says everything. But like, (laughs) interesting dude. Anyway, he, um, he he's like a big Run the Jewels fan. Are any of you gentlemen familiar with Run the Jewels? Yes, I don't. I, sort I started of vaguely, listening yeah. to their new album. I haven't had a chance to get through it all. So, uh, I, like, I'm not a huge fan. I like them generally, but I like, I just don't have. I don't really have a. I guess I could listen to them when I'm in the gym, but but other than that, like, I don't really have a place in my life where that music kind of fits in. Like, I, I would feel weird cooking dinner to it. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's like. It's like a lot of random shit, bro. I've heard you. Yes, but this is like the spiritual. This is like the spiritual successor to Rage Against the Machine. Okay. Okay. And uh, in fact, while you fucking cook, nah, it doesn't. That that, it's it's not the vibe. 
It's not the, I, like, I, I want to, I want to make I my, I want to make my food with love, man. <laughs> um, so like, like at any rate, they, they, like Zach De La Roche is on the albums and shit, you know, like, All right. like it's, All right. it's very much the spiritual successor, but it's Killer Mike and this guy LP, right? And they, and they, they're fighting, they're fighting the good fight and, and all that. It's very, it's very whatever. And Chucky e. O listens to it all the time. He fucking loves it. And uh, so he said this chicken that he was making one night, he was like, and it was absolutely delightful. And I was like, you're the only person who listens to the run the jewels and also says delightful for one. But for, for two, I'm now changed his name from Chucky O to Chucky woke. So he's Chucky. Woke. <laughs> um, anyway. All right. So let's get into a little bit of news. Oh, Phil, Phil, we didn't do uh, Phil yeah. yet. Phil, how was your, I, you, had, uh, you had surgery. Yeah, my big thing was I had surgery. Uh, I I drug myself around the um, house <laughs> like uh, David Hasselhoff eating a cheeseburger. Basically, yeah, very similar. You I guys remember it. that? You guys remember I that, David? That, 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 that video was wild. Nah. He, he seemed like he was like uh, like tanked on something, and he was just or drunk something. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It could have been just drunk, but um, so yeah, I've been learning to. Uh, ambulate in new ways basically yeah <laughs> uh it's say, say that sentence again real quick i've been learning to ambulate in new ways man that's some rhymes right in there bobby somewhere <laughs> gotta pull it out <laughs> had to mitigate to ambu, ambu whatever that <laughs> <is>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so learning to crawl and hop and use crutches is interesting i've been relying on my roommate a lot to get me uh stuff and uh, take me places so mm. he's been pretty good about it because he's working from home nice uh, he even gave me a haircut last night since he usually cuts his own hair so wow. I, am, I am gonna cut my hair shave for the first time since february tomorrow <laughs> yeah I, I hadn't had a haircut since right before the pandemic in february so i look like a homeless santa claus <laughs> <laughs> it's even worse than the last time i showed you guys Oh know. really? Wow! In the seventies. Well, you see, hair grows, so that's the fact. <laughs> well, sometimes. So, uh, and I did hear something very funny. That is very true. Um, a man with a beard wearing a face mask is like a woman with no pants on in the seventies. <laughs> with the bush. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. good. Sorry. So, I've seen. Uh, <laughs> uh, seen, seen some of the same show Chris did. Uh, what we do in the shadows. Um, I didn't realize it was based on a film by Taika Waititi back in the day. I'll have to see the original film at some point. Um, I, I, think, uh, I think that's a Johnny Depp movie. Is it? I think I've seen it. Let, let me oh, no, it. isn't that Dark Shadows based on the old oh, yeah, 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 series? Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. They all sound the same. Yeah, I, they do sound similar. Cause, yeah, it is. Kind of movie. Um, but I, yeah, I think the source material is different. But anyway, the, what we do in the shadows I like better than the a Dark Shadows thing. Um, I also saw, managed to see the original Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, the miniseries from the 70s that I, I didn't know was ever a miniseries before the more recent film in the 2000s. The 2000 film was hard to sit through. <laughs> oh, really? You didn't like it? As much as I love sci-fi, I, I, I watched it first. Uh -huh. I didn't to choose to watch it. I tell people to watch the first 15 minutes and the last 15 minutes and you're good. Oh, okay. It is very British and the Original 70 series is even more British, and I think it's closer to the book because it's more of a long-form six-episode miniseries. It is very interesting considering they didn't have any digital effects back then. It was all like uh, Star Wars or pre-Star Wars, like uh, miniatures and uh, prop and prop stuff. 
So, but it's similar format. They go through the same story. It's very interesting. But um, I think uh, I think the acting is in the movie is better, but the story might be a little bit better in the uh, original series. Um, as far as like other stuff, I finally managed to. Uh, my buddy came over and helped me put together. I I got the first part of it a while back, but I only recently. At the beginning of the year, I got the other half of the Skylinks from Reformatted Mastermind. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I, I because of work, I hadn't had time to mess with the thing at all, and my buddy's a big Transformers fan. He he came over and visited me yesterday and um, had um, brought me uh, like a gift package from him and his wife, some food and stuff. So he, he and I sat down and broke the thing apart and uh, put it all together. It was pretty impressive. Yeah. So that was pre- that was pretty cool. I yeah. know it's not perfect or anything, but it's I think it's pretty well made. Yeah, no, I think it's a decent IDW Skylinks. I think it's I think it's yeah, a, yeah. I think it's fairly well done IDW Skylinks. Yeah, especially the the size of it is pretty impressive. Yeah, I, I just I, my only gripe with it was people saying like it'll work just fine as an MPG one. No, like, no, no, it, does, it doesn't. No it doesn't. It's it like it needs to be way bigger if it's going to be an MP. And it just doesn't look like him in that regard. You know what I mean? It looks like yeah, the IDW one. Yeah, it does look like the IDW. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know what yeah. I mean? But it's just. It but it, it had it, it had impact because I never had one of the original Skylinks as a kid, so right. it's, it's it's just pretty cool. They didn't and, like Skylinks really. I mean, I don't dislike him, but like he was just there. Yeah, he was kind of like a background character to me because I knew as a kid I could never afford to get the toy, so he was just a he was just a cool a big character for me in the background. He's kind of nerdy too. I, I, I liked him because of like the I like the kind of service he provided, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. he's like just the fucking transport, uh, right? But you never got to see him like get busy in that fucking Skylinks mode. I feel like you know, like really no, go really. for it. And he always had the snarky British accent. Yeah, yeah, that didn't. <laughs> he always seemed kind of like he might be a jerk, but <laughs> he was just there to t- transport. <laughs> Speaking of wonky things, I don't mean to cut you off, but I got that hyper oh, right. that hyper real Luke Skywalker today. Oh, hyper real. Does he have squishy skin like uh, Darth Vader did? Yeah, dude, and it's even more unnerving because it's like there's no armor plating over top. There's no soft mm-hmm. goods, so it's just squishy. Ooh, that's did you take weird. a shirt? Did you take a shirt off? You can. <laughs> I just, no. I just want to make sure that you have bought a, you have bought a, a smaller than Hot Toys figure with soft goods so, on it. Yeah, no, so, it, so it doesn't have any soft goods. It, it doesn't? No. It, Wait it, a minute. Let me look this thing up. And it probably so, should. It probably should. Like, it, so they, mi- they probably should have done the, the metal skeleton underneath and then a small, squishy mannequin body and then soft goods over top is probably what they should have done. But they didn't. It's just squishy. It feels <laughs> like something that you would find in, like, a dentist's office to, like, provide entertainment for your children for 15 minutes while you waited. <laughs> you know, but it's... So- at the same time, it's it's obviously like they care about it. Like it's shaded, it's highlighted, it's airbrushed. It's like it's. Oh, I remember looking at this. So you want a mannequin of the son of Anakin? <laughs> panicking, <laughs> panicking. Dude, you're you're panicking a- about not having a mannequin of the son of Anakin. Oh my god, dude, that is that is a and I'll tell a you waiting to happen. <laughs> and I'll tell you, feeling the material of it, it makes me think about a time that I probably did use way too many napkins. <laughs> oh dude I, listen all that all that seamless stuff it has a very sex toy feel to it to me 100 percent 100 percent well who I makes mean, that thing uh hasbro. hasbro i mean is it really yeah. oh that's sounds very flesh, weird synthetic flesh so sds uh, so they are made of the, you know, the same thing 
Yeah, it's like a regular Ralph uh, Fleshlight, you know? It's it's, yeah. it's not right. And it's there. Um, <laughs> I think it's their attempt to kind of capture the the Hot Toys Mezco market. Um, wow. But I don't think I don't think they should try not like this. Yeah, I, rem- I remember looking at this now. It's it's not 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 like this. It's not great. Yeah. What scale is it? Uh, I don't know. Ninth it, scale, maybe. Yeah, it's oh. like old play arts. Okay. It's, it's a, a pretty bizarre. Doesn't match with anything you've got. Scale. Yeah, but it's it's okay. But it's also it's not bad. Like it's mm-hmm. just strange. But it's not bad. It's like and like the more you fuck with it, the more like it's like it's you. I don't think you can get a better looking articulated figure. Like seamlessly mm-hmm. anywhere like you can get his shoulders further in front of his chest than i can <laughs> you know like like it, it it's surprising how efficient it is for being how fucking bizarre it is are you gonna you're doing a review I'm yeah tomorrow tomorrow goes up oh tomorrow. good i gotta check that out then because I, I see this thing this is crazy because like we actually had this conversation about two Oh, two years ago, it was back me, you, and Adam, and and we're talking about how we want me and Adam uh, want our figures to be like a miniaturized real thing, and you never did. You're like, I don't want that. I, don't mm, want that. Yeah. I want, I like the joints, like you know, of, of an action figure. And 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 Adam was like, what if you can have like a literal like miniaturized per you know version of like Skywalker? And you're like, I don't want yeah. that. Yeah, well, just I, give me a statue. Still, you like. Now we actually have the technology for because back then it was like correct, and now like mm-hmm. you're right, you don't want this. <laughs> yeah, well, it's not that I don't want. It. Like I'm like I'm like I don't know if I don't know if I don't know if I should have it. <laughs> <laughs> are they, oh wow! Are, are they planning a line for this, or is this a one? So off? Th- this is their second one. They did a Vader, which was fucking amazing. I mean, yeah, off from like the. 112 or 16 like female seamless body figures for creeps yeah dude then, wow. that's gonna be super strange i'll it's tell you right really. now those exist first they exist before no this. no 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 no. if hasbro does it it's gonna oh, be super no. strange Pinkerton, no. oh, then, was it you that brought one of the bodies into the show one day yeah so i bought the the yeah. 112 scale female bodies became available i, I bought one to Try to do a custom that was beyond my capacity. I sent it to somebody else to do it, and they basically ended up fucking it up. Long story short, um, but um, people do a lot of cool. Sh- you can dye those bodies really easy, like the different colors. People are doing um, um, I don't know different color bodies. I don't know what how to explain what I was going to say. But um, Mezco's uh, eighty nine Batman is is that material. It's a seamless body. Oh really? Yeah, it's not out yet, but. Like I find that like oh insider information. Mm, well, it's went to Toy Fair information. <laughs> I I find it like the the it's it like those seamless bodies like the 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 Fison ones or whatever like yes <clears throat> like unless you're doing Lady Death like I don't find that most of the female bodies like work for most most of the characters I'd be interested in. I'm like these these breasts are too damn big. And I know I sound <laughs> I, like I, I just like it, it, like it just looks unnatural. What if I told you? There were several versions I know, of different size busts. So I know there of are, course. but I've seen people even use like the moderate sized ones and and for like a slave Leia, and I'm like, nope, it's too much. Oh no! Hey, listen, <laughs> any of those for slave? No, I've seen some scary ass slave Leias. Yes, I'm done with those. 
<laughs> but I mean, you could die the body and have a knockout lady death. Look just like it. Yeah. Um, anything else, Phil? No, I think that's about it. All right, let's get started with some notes. Then we don't have much. Uh, it might be a, a shorter show today, but that's hey, that's the cost of doing business sometimes. Um, I would uh, send around the hyper real Luke for everybody to try, but I'm not sure I trust everybody on the show. <laughs> um, that's fair. <clears throat> pointing fingers out here. Say, say what? That's <laughs> who are we pointing fingers out here? Um, nobody. Uh, Shmo. Um. <laughs> Just some, some guy, Shmo, you wouldn't know him. Um, I like send it to Chris. I like I had to wipe it down. I send it to Joe. It comes back smelling like shit. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> well, you know, when I had I had the uh, the one I had the Wonder Woman. Uh, I made everybody that come, came to my house. I, I said, you have to touch it just because it's so weird. Right. I remember that. I remember that. Yep. So <clears throat> this is this is. <laughs> I'm all right, man. It's the strangest interaction I've ever had with a toy. <laughs> um of of that I've that I've reviewed. Um all right, so sound this is I got some good note titles in here. Sounds like a <laughs> sounds like a real space case. Um <laughs> the US military could lose the Space Force trademark to the Netflix oh, yeah. series. Um, <laughs> the United States uh, Space Force was only announced 2 years ago and has yet to engage in any military operations, but the latest branch of the US Armed Forces already stands to lose its first battle to Netflix. The streaming <laughs> service premiered its new sci-fi comedy series. The show's name has no relation to the newest organization which unveiled its official flag only 2 weeks earlier because of the common moniker though, the United States Space Force first battle might be a trademark war, fight in court rather than in space. Um, <clears throat> attorneys for the U.S. military have done little to secure the Space Force name as a registered trademark. Netflix, however, has been far more aggressive and has only locked and, and has already locked down the rights to the name in several countries. That's a, I mean, not really much of a conversation point, maybe, but it's fun. It's fun. fun yeah, it's, it's good fun. It's very, very funny. Yeah, I, I love that. Uh, it is the Space Force first battle will be in court. Have you guys, any of you watched that yet? I haven't. No. I have. No, I've been. I, it came out while my parents were here. I, mean, I think once yeah. they, they head out, me and Kelly are going to sit down and watch it. Right. I, I plan to get to it eventually, but I don't know when yet. Phil, I got on a big space movie kick. I, I didn't mention this. It's stuff I've seen. I watched Interstellar. I watched with The Martian. Oh, wow. you, both, oh, those uh, the, are great, both great. Which both have, they have, and the cast kind of crossover, which is funny. Did you watch mm-hmm. uh, The Moon, uh, The Sun, and The Sun uh, is great. Or the moon's the one with Sam Rockwell. He's based exactly. on himself, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The moon and life uh, with Ryan Reynolds. I think I'm having an expanse withdrawal, oh, and that's why I've been the, watching the shit. What's the sun? The, you, it's a fiery ball in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> no, the movie. The movie. Come on, guys. Oh, it's just it's it's an hour and a half of you staring into the sun. It's <laughs> no, Joe. Joe. I think it's a bad idea to two stare at the sun. Don't do it. That reminded me of the sun is the sun. I know where it is. <laughs> where it was, pipsqueak. Every eight year old schoolboy knows the sunlight takes approximately to travel to Earth. Fucking flight of dragons. Flight of dragons, bro. Yep. Um. So yeah, the the other the other note that we have in here is that uh, according to Murphy's Multiverse, X Men star Evan Peters, who played Quicksilver, has joined WandaVision in an as yet unspecified role. P- 
Peters is perhaps best known for his role as Peter Maximoff, a.k.a. Quicksilver, from X-Men Days of Future Past, or Apocalypse, or Dark Phoenix. Um, I So, does anybody want this to be Quicksilver from those movies? Okay. How I see that is, it will be interesting if that series can make it a multiversal aspect, and him come in from the, the old Fox universe. That's the only way I can see that being good. But what if, what if it's a, a different, different universe? What if he's what if he's Quicksilver from whatever they call that universe? Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what, what I'm saying. saying. Yeah, yeah. If if that's what they're doing, I'm all for it. That's awesome. Yeah, just to but, acknowledge that that is a world, but not the one we're in now. Yeah, like that's like a dying universe, and he he survives it somehow, and she brings him into the MCU. Yeah, because her brother is dead. Uh, I hate it. I think it's dumb, and I don't want any oh. of that fucking spice in my soup. Okay. Keep that Fox bullshit in the fucking grave where it belongs. I, I think between WandaVision leading into Doctor Strange in the Mouth of Madness could bring a real multiverse aspect to Oh, God. If they bring the, the these left. trash-ass characters that they've established in these trash-ass films. I'm not saying bring everybody in, but they could bring like something in. And even if they don't use them for more than one thing, just to acknowledge that it's the multiverse would be interesting. Ugh. I'm good with that. Start over. <laughs> I, it, it's just more of a mess to like try to like pick a piece mm-hmm. of thing to just start over. Or not start over, just to leave it behind. Because yeah. they were never connected in the first place. So correct. Yeah, I don't want. I don't want any of that. More work to like incorporate it because they could also use her as an as a way of cleaning house and destroying the other multiverses as well. Oh, I want so, that. Yeah, but they they don't. I don't think people view them connected anyway. Yeah. So like it doesn't. Yeah, that's true. Quicksilver, and he did. He got shot. Yeah, it's like it's like it's like me having to go over to your house to vacuum just to make sure my house is clean. Like, no, dude, my house is fine. You vacuum your own shit. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't. I don't like it. I mean, but he might just be you know an actor playing a different role. You know, just be a different a different dude. That's true. But uh, yeesh. Uh, let's see. And then we have, uh, oh, I'm, I'm proud of this uh, note. Also, diamonds aren't forever. This is pretty fucking big news. DC Comics ends the Diamond Comics distribution deal. Yeah, that dropped. Yeah, my uh, comic book uh, owner friend is complaining about that shit. So mm-hmm. what is it? What is his what is his complaints regarding it? What are that, his complaints regarding it? That uh, hold up. Oh, I can't even pull it up because I don't have Facebook anymore. But like, I mean, it's making it hard and making it more expensive for him to get DP stuff for his customers. Mm-hmm. So like, he's asking people with boxes and stuff like that. People want DC stuff to like let him know ahead of time and give him a list and shit because it's gonna be a hassle. Yeah, there there is like I I I do feel for him. You know what I mean? And it sucks mm-hmm. that he's gonna he's going to hold the short end of that stick, so to speak. And I'm assuming all local. Um, right. Local- uh, right. right. Mm-hmm. Of course. But like, dude, like that fucking monopoly needs to be treated as such. Yeah. That too. The, yeah. That company. It's not good. I, I mean, they've had such a stranglehold for such, such a long time that I think this is going to shake things up for the good. Yeah. I think this will be a little bit of a growing pain until stuff can be sorted out a little bit better. But I think ultimately it would be a good thing. 
Uh, DC Comics made a statement. They said after 25 years, DC and Diamond Comic Distributors are ending their long-standing relationship. Moving forward, comic book retailers can obtain their DC books from Penguin Random House or their mm-hmm. books and periodicals through Lunar or USC Comic Book Distributors. DC continues to be committed to providing the direct market with the best in class service and in fans with the world's greatest comic books. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm curious what kind of precedent this will set for us and the other companies as well. So it says, while critics have often said that Diamond's distribution monopoly had the potential to be bad for comics, the relatively low profitability of comics distribution seemed to be a barrier to new competitors entering the market. With comics distributed distribution halted entirely for a time, comic book retailers seemed to have decided it was in their best interest to have a fallback. Now for one of the two largest publishers on the periodical comics in North America, the fallback is the new normal. Um... So it's not been made lightly. It follows a long period of thought and consideration. The change in direction is in line with DC's overall strategic vision intended to improve the health of and strengthen the direct market as well as grow the number of fans who read comics worldwide. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I think that, uh, you know, it's like I I hate to hear that news, Joe, from from your friend. Yeah, but I I feel bad because I'm not his friend, but I don't feel bad because, like, I've always seen him as the fucking Betamax guy. Right. VHS, you know, he, he's he's like that to me. So I don't know. I don't know what to tell him, bro. Like, sorry, you picked a fucking, you know, a profession that isn't gonna last forever. <clears throat> but it's um, it's it, it is something that like it just it, Diamond Distributors is a universal music group of the comic book industry. Yeah, like we all know right. bad. We all fucking I've always known as bad. Yeah, it's just like they have a lockdown on everything. Like, and it's not just. Comics, as Chris knows very well, is basically, you know, domestic toy distribution as well. On a yeah. so it, almost every toy company, except the major players, have some sort of. And I don't understand. Like I'll, I'll just use Mezco as a, as an example. I wholesale Mezco, but Mezco puts out previews exclusives, which previews is Diamond, mm-hmm. and those are available. I don't have. You can get a Diamond account, which I've told, been told that they're. Horrible to deal with, especially only if you're a small fish. I can believe you it. Know. So, mm-hmm. like, I don't pedal um, the the PX stuff because the only way I can buy it is through Entertainment Earth. And the the way this Mezco game works is whatever Mezco sets a MRP, you can't sell below this as a new product. Which Amazon, whoever sells on Amazon breaks, but I'm playing by the rules here, obviously. Um, to sell it at that price, I'd lose money getting it to anybody. Right. To, I mean, to order it through Entertainment Earth. And I told my Entertainment Earth rep that when I saw him at Toy Fair. I said, unless you guys can... He's like, look, we can't do any better because we don't... The deal we have with them doesn't give us any wiggle. Right. Like, so everybody's kind of fucked on that. So I just order yeah. normally through BBTS because they... I guess they buy enough where they play fair with them. Yeah. I guess what happens when having Monopoly. That's why it's bad. And that's why and the, it's and it they up. short people all the time. They over-solicit and under-deliver. Um, I know on the figure standpoint, yeah. I'm sure they do on comics as well. Yeah, they do. And there's no consequences because they were they were the only ones, so like you can't do yeah. shit to them. You know? Yeah. Diamond shorts wow. comics all the time. Yeah. So, so now it's good. It's better. Yeah. I, and, and I'm sure that like you know it's like a band aid, right? And there's always going to be that initial sting, and it's you're always going to be like, did I make the right choice? But I'm hoping that much like a band aid, it, it is necessary to peel it off at some point. Because that shit needs and, – and, and like I was making this about the universal – I was in a room recently with three other people when we were talking about monopolies and, and Diamond came up in the conversation. But um, 
I was saying like, or give me your favorite musical artist of this moment, right? And I can't remember all the names. I, I said Pop Smoke. Somebody else said Drake. Somebody else said, um, what's that young lady's name? It's a super big deal. Um, Taylor Swift. And we, so I pulled them all up, every, all three of them, distributed by Universal Music Group. Mm-hmm. It, why do you uh, not to get on a music conversation but like as, as i just said that out loud i was like why the fuck do i need a distributor for fucking itunes right it's a racket yeah it's because it's, yeah. it's three it's, it's the 360 deal nowadays yeah it's it's oh, another it hand uh give a handout to well i guess you need a distributor i guess if you're if you're drake or you're taylor swift you need a distributor because there's still the person walking past the aisle in walmart or in target that's going to pick up your cd and take it home with them um, but like a lot of these guys, like you. if you're, well, yeah. And me too, to be fair. But like a, a lot of these, a lot of these artists, like, I don't feel like they have that type of fan base. Like if you're not like Bieber or Ariana Grande or Taylor Swift or Drake or uh, Rihanna, I feel like you probably don't need physical copies generally anymore as an, as an artist. Um, I don't know. Side note. I didn't mean to derail. Uh, the, the last bit of news that we have is the Mandalorian, uh, was uh, locked in. Season 2 release date confirmed by John Favreau. Uh, uh, October. So I'm looking forward to that an awful lot because I think that um, now that we've played the establishing game, now's the time to really sink into some something. And I, I think that... Uh, I, I have hope. I have hope that it's going to be, you know, more connected and more cohesive this go round than the the previous. I'm that's how I'm feeling about it. What is anybody else's thoughts about season two of Mandalorian? I'm just ready for more Mandalorian. Yeah, I'm excited to see what they do with the character next. Now that he's been tasked with uh, bringing that the child home or trying to connect it to its species. I'm yeah, not, like I, I never. I mean, I enjoyed it, but I, you know. I always thought it was overhyped and it's not like the greatest thing ever. So like, I like, I want to see more, but I'm not like you know dying to see it. Yeah. Yeah. Same. But I feel like there's, there's potential. Yeah. Um, I was talking to, to Chan about it and she made a good point of like something that she finds alluring about it that I hadn't necessarily thought of. And I can't remember if I brought this up last show or not, but like the, the concept of this character who was a, you know, not abandoned, that's not the right word, but kind of given up by his parents in an effort to save his life, mm-hmm. then being kind of inducted into this cult or whatever, for lack of a better term, this secret society, just to grow up and have to kind of abandon that secret society to save another child. Like, that's fucking cool. Yeah. yeah that's an interesting way to look at it. I didn't think about yeah. it. Yeah, I hadn't either. But it's a, it's a good point that she brought up. I like Esposito as a villain, and I'm glad yeah, he'll be. Re- I'm glad he'll be coming back at some point. Me too. Um, and then we have just a few questions. Uh, let's see what the first one is. It's an email. Our email is nerveradiomail at gmail dot com because we couldn't find a longer one. And it is hey nerve rage crew. Hope everything is staying healthy and safe. First, I'd like to say thanks for the continued work to keep the podcast going through these unfortunate few months, um, especially uh, Bobby's daily content. Just got a couple questions to help pass the time. Joe, 
how are you enjoying your Play Arts Cloud figure? Are you going in on more of the line? And if so, how deep? Whoa. I keep looking at uh, I keep looking at least Cloud and Sephiroth, but then shying away. So got dang expensive. And also no motorcycle. Yeah, I mean to get the motorcycle you have to get the the special edition of the game. Yeah. Um, I mean I love it. I mean I, I don't the only Play Arts Kai I collect is Final Fantasy VII stuff, and I have all of it. So, and I'm gonna how, how is the motorcycle, Joe? Love uh, watch Bobby's. Oh no, Bobby didn't put the review up on the. You no. put it up, right? On Patreon. I, I put it on Patreon. I can send it's you. I can send it to you. It's great. I'm it's curious. Great. Yeah, it's like I'm less epic than the uh, the Fenra from the movie. Uh huh. But like the the two of them together is fucking amazing. Okay. And like you know that scale vehicle with a yeah, that's where I was curious about the scale yeah. of a vehicle that big. That, no, you know, it's it's fucking great. And yeah, so now I have two clouds because one cloud came with this, and then one cloud I got like two years ago as a preview, and I'm gonna get a third one because they're releasing yeah. the game accurate one now that the game is out. Um, you know, I'm getting all of it, all the Final Fantasy VII stuff and the uh, Advent Children stuff from. Before I, I, it is overpriced now. I think it, it used to be like the one one twenty um, price range. Now they're like one fifty, and it's really not worth it unless you're like just a retarded fan like me. I was looking on eBay. That bike, the 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 figure and bike that came with that that game is going for in between four and five hundred dollars. Yeah, and the game. Yeah. Yeah. Because you get the whole the whole package was like three low three hundreds for it's the just... game plus the the figure. It should make me curious what they could, because of all the Batman stuff they've done, what they could accomplish with maybe a bat cycle on that scale or something. Yeah, I'm not sure. Like, I, I, I know they probably would no, never right? do it because Final Fantasy is a bigger seller for them. But well, not, not only as theirs, so like they don't have yeah. to. Like, yeah, that's true. Like a bat cycle licensing fee would be, you know, and yeah. also as as stuff for interpretation. Like like all the different Batman's they have like there's only this bike is this bike from this source material. Yeah, where, yeah. That's like what you're gonna get. Yeah. Um, but yeah. No, I, I love them. I, I I love the figure. I love all of the figures. There's like some coming out. It's like I think I'm fucking what nine hundred dollars worth of player sky. Wow. The order from Final Fantasy Seven because Jeez. Sephiroth is Aerith is fucking Reno and Rude, and yeah, and there's a lot and Tifa obviously, and then. This I'm sure there's gonna be more coming out. Wow! There are, it's the only action figures I collect anymore. The only action figures I buy is Players Kai Final Fantasy VII. Hey stuff. man, that's your thing. That's your thing. Yeah. So. And they don't. I mean, the problem is they don't make it any other way. They, they, for as big as the franchise is Final Fantasy VII, they, they, not much merch to it. Agreed. Like, Surprisingly, I think yeah. because they're in, they have an in-house you know store. I mean, in-house you know brand. Yeah, it's like Hasbro yeah. and Transformers. Exactly. They don't. They don't want to license that shit out for whatever reason. I, mean, I understand why, especially with they're printing money. They're charging these fucking hundred and fifty dollar figures. You know that really should be about the ninety to hundred range. Right. Yeah. But I wish they made more and there's more variety. Like because I, because I the way they do their weapons. Final Fantasy Seven stuff would be amazing. Or yeah. statues. I'm, I'm buying third party statues because there's no official statue. Yeah. I kind of wish Play Arts would somehow tackle Soul Calibur because of all the weapons and stuff. I think that would be really cool. Yeah, but we, I mean, we have Storm collectibles. Yeah, but they they haven't touched that franchise yet, have they? How do you feel, Bobby? They they just starting the Samurai Showdown line. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they'll give me. I'm sure they'll I'm give sure me. Sure, it'll be fantastic. But I'd like to see more. It looks more great. That fleshed out. They'll give me three more uh, female ninjas uh, repaints to yeah, fund yeah. to fund your Samurai <laughs> Showdown. 
It looks. Uh, great. I can't Lord. believe like all, I, like it's just amazing though. Like really, I can't wait to see what the finished Motaro looks like. Un unbiased wise, to see all these fucking popular '90s video games getting proper good action figures released. It is, it is cool. But let me, I, I I have a question about that because you know I, on Into the Realm we always look at these new and, and mm -hmm. these aren't like. And no offense to anybody who's a huge fan, they're not like top tier video game titles. Some of this shit I'm having to really dig hard to remember. Are these are these huge? Were these big deals in in Asia or something? Depends on, I mean, how into the scene you are. Like they yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. They are I still mean, big deal. Yeah, I mean, Evo. We still have Evo every year, and it's a fucking huge event. Yeah, King King of Fighters is a major franchise that a lot of King people. Fighters, love. Is, yeah, it's still around, and like yeah. Showdown has a resurgence. You know, have Street Fighter still around, Mortal Kombat still around. Joe, have they done any Darkstalker stuff? I don't know. Right? I don't think. I don't think okay. so. That's the other franchise I'm. I'm kind of curious if somebody would do. But like in the arcades, these were. I, I don't know. Do you go to arcades much back in the day, Pinkerton? Like sure, back in the day, yeah, I mean. those were always around. Man. Yeah, and they're money makers because they're yeah. people lined up to fight each other and oh, yeah. orders up on the marquee. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah but I feel like nothing. I, I I don't feel like any of them, at least in my experience, like are comparable to Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat. No, yeah, those were always the two big ones. They were two, but... the two big ones, but these other ones were popular. Also, like. In Asia land, they were more popular. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. The I remember uh, Vir Virtual Fighter was like super popular too, but I was like, this shit looks like trash. Yeah, it looks all like garbage. The yeah. two that I remember having huge lines were Marvel versus Capcom 2 yep. and, Tekken, and the first Tekken tag. Because I used to line up in the Tekken tag line for like an hour waiting to play. Yeah, that's the only Tekken I like. The longest <laughs> lines I'll ever, I'll ever remember is in Mortal Kombat 2. I've never seen anything like it. People outside yeah. of the fucking, like people yeah, that was, it was pretty outside crazy. of the arcade waiting. Yep. To just not even to play it, just to, to see it. Yeah, just to watch. Yeah, I've never seen anything like it I before. Mean, it, after it, it, Killer Instinct had a huge like yeah. thing too. I used to first. wait in line to play Killer Instinct, yeah. the original. Hey, who who played Primal Rage? You fucking monkey I, friend. I did. You know I did. You know I, I did. Got to, I never had a place near me that had Primal Rage. Yes, so you I did. Played that as an adult. Yes, you did. That uh, bowling alley and uh, Hopewell had it. No, no. I mean, when I was a kid, I wasn't around here. I was up in um, oh, Cecil County. Oh, okay. So. Rage. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, if they did, the, if they did, someone start making fucking primal. I was just getting ready to say that. Dude, I'm not. I'm not gonna. Li I'm not gonna lie to yeah. you. I'd be tempted. I'd be tempted. Just to get the ape at least, right? So I, no, I, was I don't know, man. Some of the dinosaurs were fucking cool, bro. Dude, they were cool. I wish they would have had figures of those when I was a kid, man. I would have bought them. Yeah. The ape was not your main, Bobby. No, like, surprisingly, no. Uh, like it was that one. Di wasn't there one dinosaur that could like extend his neck? Like, like uh, um, uh, there was Armadon that was the, the oh, Triceratops Stegosaurus mix. No, not that thing. And there was like a, a, a standing up sauropod that had a long neck. I forget what his name was. There was a bunch yeah. of dinosaurs. It was like Kevin. there was there's two different T Rexes. There was uh, a Talon, which was the Raptor. The Raptor. I definitely use there, him from time to time. There was, Ar there was the two apes, and then there was Armadon, which was the armored dinosaur, and then there was a long neck kind of plesiosaur or or sauropod dinosaur that was – I couldn't remember the I name. I think before. I played the long neck and the yeah. Raptor most. Yeah. Anyway. I um I will say like even even their fucking like I think you know Joe that we've 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 talked about 
hear before how like that Storm Collectibles guy like has a beef with female characters, like so to speak. He doesn't like to make yeah. like he doesn't like to do female <laughs> yeah. characters. Like I'm Even almost good at them. I, I don't kinda, know why. I agree, and I kind of want to see a picture of this dude because I feel like he's got this fucking hard on for huge muscular men. Like like <laughs> like, like and that's just to suggest that perhaps he's like three foot four. Because like um, I've I've actually met the guy. What's he oh, like? Really? What's he like? What's his physical build <laughs> yeah, like? I I um, not he's not a big jacked up guy. He's just uh, you know like regular dude. But height wise, I don't know. He's short. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah you're the wrong person. You're the so wrong person. So he's somewhere. He's somewhere between Bobby's height and Joe's height. Okay, because like, the reason why I say that is like look look at injustice. Like all right, we're gonna roll out this injustice line. Let's start with hmm. Uh, he's got doom, doomsday, doomsday Bane. Right? Uh, you know like dark all side. like yeah dark side like all like the biggest fucking dudes Lobo. Well. Well, yeah. Can I ask a question? Because I don't know. Is the price point higher on the bigger figures that, than it oh, would be on the smaller true. figures? I think it was higher on Goro. I can't. Yeah, it was definitely Goro. But Shao I, Kahn was who came with Goro. the chair? Yeah, Shao Kahn. Kahn. Shao Kahn had, yeah. the, had the dog toy. Shao, is he the one that had the, uh, I was going to say, the inflatable party time chair? Yeah, it was the dog, <laughs> the dog toy. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it, it, that chair felt like if you squeezed it, it should have went. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, um, does anybody know if Lobo's coming with a bike? He's not. Okay. Or or the dog? What about the dog? I don't think so. I have him up. I think uh, he is he up for pre-order? I can't remember. I have all of them that are up for pre-order, pre-ordered, but I, it's yeah. Bane, Doomsday, I think Lobo as well, and uh maybe I don't think it, I don't think Superman's up. And like No, he comes with hands, a gun, a chain, some other little sure. gimmicks. No it, no accessories like that. Does it show <laughs> If Darkseid comes with various forms of Omega Beams or no? No. He's not that far along yet, Darkseid. Oh, okay, I don't think. Okay. I don't think. Uh, the Mezco one did. Sorry. <laughs> right. Yeah, I know. I know. That's know. very good. It could be a child of the 90s thing. Because like, when we grew up you know, in the 90s in comic books and stuff, like the, everyone was like ridiculously yeah. jacked like that. Like they're, they're still jacked now, but they've calmed down now. Which Thank I, you, Todd McFarlane and Rob Liefeld. Well, <laughs> if, if you look at like 90s Deadpool and Deadpool of today, like oh. – is a huge difference. Right. I understand that, but I feel like he's doing like the, like, like, look, we have of the Mortal Kombat, he ran the ninjas, right? Because money. And then like Shao Kahn, Goro, Mataro. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm like, you know, like, like, where's, where's fucking, what fucking world do we live in where you do a Mortal Kombat and we still don't have a Liu Kang? <laughs> that is true. That is yeah, it or yeah, or a Kung Lao. It's kind of those are like nah, the nah, nah. I wouldn't even put Kung Lao in the top five. Yeah, Liu Kang is the main. Yeah, Liu Kang yeah, is, he is, but Kung Lao eventually in, is intended to win. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Cause he's not the face of the franchise. Like it's yeah. it's Liu Kang. I would say Raiden, Scorpion, Sub Zero. Yeah, yeah. Original and maybe Johnny Cage. Yeah, because of the movie. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, none of oh, them are fucking big enough. Right. Speaking of Lightfield, I one thing I forgot. I did get a chance to watch. There's a, a little documentary on Amazon Prime called um, it's something to do with the the Image uh, Universe for, and it goes the, through the history of the creation of Image Comics from how all the guys got together, left Marvel, and it interviews all the guys, goes through the history as a company and how they're they kind of almost crashed at the end of the '90s and came have come back since then. It's really interesting. You can get a chance to see it. It's on Amazon Prime. Oh, I saw that. I saw that a while. That's yeah, a, that's old. Yeah, it's 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 old, but I never got a chance to see it. Yeah, it's quite good. Um, yeah, it's it's really good. Yeah. Um. All right. So then he had another question uh, that was 
for me, I think mainly, but then anybody was welcome to answer. Uh, he said, uh, Bobby or any of you, just curious if you, damn, Bobby or any of you. I think it'll make sense when I read it. Just okay. just curious if you have heard or listened to a group called Czarface consists of Inspected Deck 7L and Historic. If you have, what are your thoughts? If not, they use a lot of Star Wars comics, 80s cartoons, and wrestling in their lyrics. It's a pretty fun listen. So, I have not listened to them specifically. I am familiar with all three. Obviously, Inspected Deck from Wu-Tang Clan and 7L and Historic, I think, were like their own group, just the two of them. I'm only aware of 7L and Historic because they did a song that sampled like the Transformers theme. Um, look, oh boy. Here's Uh-oh. my here's my I haven't I haven't listened to them as a group so I can't judge them and I will check them out Dylan I will. Here's my beef with making like boom bappy ta- type rap now. It sounds out of fucking place. Like I love the boom bap era. I love it. In that era. Like and I I feel like um I can go back. It's just like when people are like, "Look, you didn't ruin my childhood. My childhood's fine. I can go back and watch those DVDs anytime I want." It's kind of how I feel about rap music when like they ruined rap music. I'm like, no, they didn't. You can go back and have your boom bap shit anytime you want. Um, it's just evolved, and there's a there's even an evolution of that strand, in my opinion. But like, I when people do it now, it never sounds appropriate to me. Uh, with with very rare kind of exceptions. Uh, so no, I haven't listened to them. I will listen to them. I, uh, I, you know, I like Inspected Deck from the from the nineties. Uh, later, Inspected Deck sounds like you know, like there's a there's a, there's a fucking window to this shit, right? Like you're kind of you're in your prime, any musician, and then there's the the tail end of it. And I'm not sure if it will be for me, but I will give it a shot. I know that all three of them are highly respected and and um, talented and all those sorts of things. It's not a knock on them. It's just not necessarily my bag. Um, if I if I want boom bap, I'll just go listen to old OC or Showbiz and AG or you know all that kind of stuff, which is great. But it's um, it's like I don't want to hear disco now, but I'll go listen to the Bee Gees. Mm, mm, mm. You know, I get, I get it. Um, and yeah, like the, retro sound is a thing, though, right? I, like a modernized retro sound. Yes. Yeah. In general. Well, so that's kind of my thing is that sometimes it does work. So I, I said with limited exceptions, right? Because sometimes it does work. But I think that when your whole vibe is to sound like – so I could use this – there's this this crew called Griselda. Um, I'm like, Chris, are you familiar with them at all? I've heard the name. Okay. so uh, it, uh, That rings a bell at least. Yeah. So most of their – they're like super highly respected, like have a really strong kind of like grassroots almost movement behind them where they have like this core dedicated fan base and – they have like a very uh the most of them I think are signed and distributed through Shady, which is through Interscope. That's why I know, yeah. Okay. Gotcha. And um and which is ultimately through Sony, right? Because there's only really three big players out there. But they have they are definitely of that boom bap era, but even though their music today is not necessarily for me, it's it's the evolution of it. It sounds modern while sounding retro which is what i think you're trying to yes yes Yes. but a a lot of this other stuff it sounds like it like it was in a time capsule and we're finding it where Mm. like if you don't have the nostalgic connection to it it doesn't hit the same way Mm, mm, mm. um but yeah i'm not a i'm griselda too in the same breath like i'm not a huge fan of their music but i respect the fuck out of them um especially like what they're doing i love everything about them like their style they're like they're like the what they do with fashion and like their imagery, like 
everything about them I, except their music um which i feel shitty saying it's just not for me and I, I it's like one of those things where like like mashed potatoes right so i know mashed potatoes are good because everybody that i'm around is like they're fuck oh you, oh you're having mashed potatoes oh look how fluffy they are ooh put in some extra creams or butters and salts and gravy and what have you and i'm like i know this is good why don't i like it <laughs> Um, it's just messed up French fries with shit in it. Yeah, I, I think I like the way. French part of it, or maybe the fry part of it. Maybe probably the fry. <laughs> you maybe. know, like, you know, it's like uh, it's, so. That's how I feel about Griselda. I know it's good. I'm more frustrated. Or the beach. Like I know this is an enjoyable experience. Why am I not enjoying it? Well, yeah. that's not for social gatherings. Yeah, except, except, except. I have you on video footage, <laughs> loving a social gathering, Joe. <laughs> You were, you were, you were, you were, I have you on, on video, loving, smiling ear to ear, a social gathering while watching casino on your phone. It's fucked up. <laughs> Sounds about right though. <laughs> um, okay. So then the, his last note is, then I thought I'd just put this out there for discussion. I recently came across this Star Wars theory. The voices of the Jedi that Ray hears at the end of nine are really Palpatine and he's, and he's pulling the same voices in your head move on her as he did with Ben, ultimately accomplishing his goal and passing his spirit and the other spirits on to Ray. Sure, it seems like he's defeated, but the army that he has gathered and hiding is destroyed, but it seems like Palps is about playing the long game with the big payout. So look, I like that. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah, I don't know if I think that I don't think that that was their intention, but since I think their intention fails anyway, I'm as good with that as I am with any of it. It makes Palpatine cooler at least to me. Yeah, anybody else have any thoughts on that one? Yeah, it's a that would be a bummer, kind of, but you know, I don't hate it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it makes my head hurt. <laughs> yeah, it's a story interesting. Yeah. Uh, and then he says, sending positive and chill vibes down your way from BC, Canada. Thanks again, boys. Thank right, you, Dylan. Right, right on. Um, and then we have, as to the best of my knowledge, one more question. Please send your questions in because we are out of questions. I, did you see the one for Passive Bear? I put so, it in the notes. So, so that's the one I'm going to right now. Okay, cool. Okay. Um, and this says, hey, guys, always enjoy the show. Thank you for keeping the spirits up. I tend to only collect Black Series troopers, but have been wanting to build a hero and villain shell from the original trilogy. Would you recommend SHF Figure Arts or Mayfex? Mm. How about a little of both? Yeah. I think... you got to pick and choose your way through that, I think. Yeah, I, I agree. I so so, let me ask you this, Chris uh, and uh, Joe. If you if anybody else has an opinion, I, I I think that Chris and I might be the most versed in this topic. Mm, definitely. Um, it, what Mayfex suggestions come to mind? Because I agree with you, um, um, but I'm thinking some of about their it troopers myself. Are, well, well, for like the villain. heroes, yeah, the heroes and now did he say villain? He's looking for villains. Well, I think like main characters, not like troops and. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, so. Let me think. Um, I think the Boba Fett Mayfex that was going to be the very yeah. first one I went to, dude. So, and, and I like you know their like their short troopers, awesome Mayfexes because yeah. it's got these swap out parts and um, I yeah I don't know Mayfex if I've maybe had a Vader at one point, but uh, yeah. other than that, I mean I, that's the one that stands out. Figure arts. I don't know, man. Their face sculpt game to me is, or the paint game has not been the best lately. 
Yeah, it's hit or miss for sure. That, and that then, makes- like, that, that Count Dooku they did, I don't know what the fuck that was. The Han Solo was- is fucking perfect, though. The, uh, yeah. You know, so it's like, it's, it is hit or miss. I agree. The, but uh, I will say this if you're in a six inch Star Wars and you're mainly collecting Black Series, you're not doing anything wrong right now. That's a now. fact. There's, I don't know that you really need, unless you just want toe articulation, I don't know, you know, that you really need to go into sixty dollar six inch figures. Like I got the I got the Mandalorian this this week, um, figure arts, and it's like, oh, it's it's good. I'm not mad at it, but it's like, is this forty dollars better than the twenty dollar figure? Well, especially with a helmeted character, you know, exactly, like, yeah. Yeah. Um I think that uh, I'm dead on with you. Boba Fett is the very first one that comes to mind. If And there's I, even two versions of that, I think. I think you're right. The Return of the Jedi and the Empire one. If I were to think of another one like gun to my head, I would say kind of decide which ray you want. And if you want the episode 7 ray, I think yeah, Mayfax is the only one that's done one aside from Hasbro. So those would be my two choices for Mayfax, and then everything else generally would be figures if you wanted to go the import route. But like Chris said, like and I co-sign, like as good as these fucking black series are getting, like it's I'm a fucking idiot with no self control, so I'm getting it. But like I, I, it's harder to say this is worth the money. It used to be a easy, the easiest thing for me to say, like. Do you want another slice of pizza? My answer being yes would be like probably number one. Uh, do you mind if I suck your dick? I go, yes, of course. Go ahead, have at it, and then get the fucking fig warts over the black series. But now it's not as easy to say because, like Chris said, like it's it's uh, they're better, but I don't know if they're forty to f- sometimes eighty dollars better. Mm. Right, that's a lot. Yeah, dude. That's like almost that's like double the price, right? I mean, triple, triple, quadruple. Uh, yeah, I mean Mayfix is charging. Even more than figure arts now. Like I'll be honest, I ended up with two. I didn't realize I had ordered two of those um, uh, Mandalorians, and and I was like, "Fuck, that's a buck twenty. Jeez, that seems high." And they get here, I'm like, "Oh, oh, okay. Well, that's very. That's that's not bad. I mean, but then like Mayfix is like another twenty or twenty five on top of that, especially if you're ordering from an import site. Yeah, uh, it's crazy. I mean, like, like all those, you know. Bondi exclusives and all that shit, and then you, before you know what I mean, like if you can't catch that one before it sells out on the on the import market, then you got to pay import fees, and then it's fucking one hundred and twenty dollars for a fucking three PO. Kiss yeah. my ass. Yeah, patience. <laughs> patience saves pockets. Hang around, hang around to these groups. The Star Wars more than in Star Wars and Marvel to me seem to to have a market, a up and down market. Yeah, if you can buy low and sell high, if you're a seller, you're golden. Just don't do it the other way around, or you're right. you're going to be right. screwed. What were we saying, is Joe? Is the exclusive stuff still hard to get here? Um, it depends because like like so it, it's there's only like a handful of sites that it goes up on, right? Yeah, and and if you can get in on those sites. Then you're golden, but a lot of that shit sells out so quick that you ha- you're left to like then pre-ordering it at BBTS, where there's a twenty to forty dollar increase on it. You know, yeah, I, um, maybe it's because it's a license thing, but like I think Bandai, uh, at least for Gundam stuff, they finally realize there's an American market because there's a you know P Bandai, right? They have all these uh, premium or like uh, exclusive limited edition Gundam kits that they sell through P Bandai website. 
And it actually is just basically the same price, a little bit, tiny little bit higher than the regular kits. But by the time it gets here, if you want to order it, you know, to third party or whatever, it's, it's super expensive. But they recently opened a P Bandai America website where you can order P Bandai Gundam kits. Yeah, so that would be nice to, if they did yeah. that with the Figuarts stuff or the Tamashi Nation stuff. Yeah, that would be nice. And it's funny, man. Like I, I don't, I, I don't know if any of you had time to catch it, but like I've been doing these. I did this like Figuarts series on Force Friday. In this last episode, I like tackled the connection between Bluefin, Tamashi Nations, and Hasbro. Yep. And um, mm. Bluefin it, is a corporate dude. It's so fascinating to me that like all these years, I thought like the tree is Bondi, Figwarts, Tamashi Nations, <laughs> and it's fucking not. It's <laughs> Bondi, Tamashi Nations, Figwarts. <laughs> like T- Tamashi Nations is the parent. You know, brand of yeah, figuarts, not vice versa. I don't know. One of the things. It's interesting. Um, it's hard to know when you're outside, like especially being in America and stuff. You don't really. You just you just know the names of of things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the logos. Yeah. yeah. Um, and with that, uh, I'll uh, I'll say shout out to. Uh, well, before we do that, I'm gonna say also like. You know, prayers, thoughts, positivity, love coming from this end of the table to everybody mm-hmm. out there. Absolutely. You know. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, be good to each other. Yeah, take care of yourselves. Look out for each yeah. other. Be good to each other. Fucking civility, decency, kindness it goes a long, goes a very long way. You know, simple shit. Shit, your mother. I shouldn't have to tell you this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> your mom or your grandma or your dad should have gotten to you before I did. Um. But yeah, you know, good vibes, positive vibes only. Uh, I'm going my Instagram thought shit. But um, other than that, uh, shout out to the rest of the cool table: Shadowcast Uncut, Enter the Realm, Stasis Lock, uh, Toy Detox, Building Up to It, Fresh Communications, Verbally Challenged, and Breaking the Mold. Shout out to the rest of the Nerve Age team: Dante, who I listened to on the All Cued Up podcast. Yeah, that was good. Um, so shout out to him and uh. It, it was interesting because I hit him up during that podcast. It's serendipitous sometimes, shit like that. Um, and I had a good comp. I had a lot of something about all this shit that's been going on. I can I can't speak for you, gentlemen, but I've had a lot of good conversations with people recently. Like, um, yeah, I have as well. Like, like we're like everybody's down to like share and exchange ideas and thoughts, and you know, on a one-on-one basis. You know, not so much internet talk, but like get on the phone mm. and. Um, I had a great conversation with uh, Eric B. I had a great conversation with um, Insta Sam, like you know, and it and it was positive, like people growing from a conversation as opposed to tearing people down, which I feel like is what I see the rhetoric being online. Um, shout out to uh, let's see who else, Manny behind the scenes, all of the people that helped me with the four shows, Andy, uh, uh, Andy, both Andys. Esteban, <laughs> um, all of that, and shout out to I'm missing I mean, Phil, of course, who's here, and he's been doing our Twitter and notes. Rest up, Phil, recover. Um, Will do. And shout out to Raul handling the Instagram, and I think that's it. All right, Dante, Dante, Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Well, I said to Dante, I talked about the all. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. All right, after that, flappy labius. Tasty taint. Velvety vagina. Tight dick player. (laughs) See.